Want a fresh take on what's going on with the Saints, LSU, the betting world, and the NFL? Then you've picked the right place. Jim Derry has plenty of datitude, and he's ready to tell you the way it is. Well, the way he thinks it is. Where are you at, New Orleans? And hello to all my friends across the country who are praying that Taysom Hill and Matt Stafford channel their inner Drew Brees. Welcome to Datitude, episode number 43 for January 7th, Friday, January 7th, 2022. It is Friday, boys and girls. We're two days away from game day. I am Jim Derry, sports betting writer at The Times Picayune, The Advocate, and bet.nola.com. What are we thinking this morning? Are you on your hands and knees praying to God yet? Are you on pins and needles? Are you worried? Are you thinking about it all day? That's what who dots do. It's been a while since the Saints have been in this position where they're going into the final week of the season, not only needing to win, but needing a little help to get in the playoffs. Five straight years. The Saints have never been in the playoffs five straight years. Uh, in fact, they have never been in the they had never been in the playoffs four straight years before last year. Four straight years as NFC South champions, obviously that came to an end this year. And um, so they're hoping to do it as a wild card. And we've said many times throughout the past several weeks that if the Saints found a way to go 9-8 and eight and get themselves in the playoffs, it was a major victory for this team. There is a huge... Look, even if the Saints don't win, I mean, even if not they don't win, even if the Saints win and the 49ers win and the Saints don't go to the playoffs, it won't make Saints fans happy but it still has to be considered a major victory to this season, considered all the things that happened. So, yeah, we'll be scoreboard watching. Yeah, we hope the Saints go to the playoffs. Get there and then see what happens. But, look, even if they get there, it's not going to be easy. But who cares once you get in, right? This is one of those years where... If they get into the playoffs, anything that happens after that is Lanyap. If they go into the playoffs and lose in the wild card round 34 to 6, yeah, it'll leave a bitter taste in our mouths for some for a little bit. But you have to be excited about the fact that they made it there the year after Drew Brees leaves and you play four different starting quarterbacks, a dozen or so wide receivers, a bunch of tight ends. Uh, a dozen or so offensive linemen, 57 to 60 different starting players along the way, it would be quite the successful season in my eyes. But we have to wait till Sunday to find out. And worse, we have to wait till Sunday at 325. This game got flexed, obviously. So you'll be sitting through those early games going, just come on, get it over with. Let's go. That's where we are. So in case you've been living under a rock, Saints win, Rams win. It's Saints versus Rams next week. We root for the Rams this week, and then next week you can hope that they drop into a hole. You don't want anybody to get hurt, but just 
drop into a hole. Worry about that next week. I'll get to my Rams 49ers talk later on in the show as we have Conductor Dave coming on for our weekly picks. It's Five Star Friday, don't you know? And then we'll have Uncle Big Nick coming on. Uncle Big Nick was Uncle Bad Nick again last week. Oh, my goodness, one in five. He's going to get better. You know, if you've listened to the show, you know our little song, our intro. Uncle Big Nick, can we make some picks today? It's more like, Uncle Big Nick, please don't make any more picks. Unless you want to pick against him. We're not going to rail too bad at Uncle Big Nick. That's coming up later. And I am thrilled to say, look, if the Saints make the playoffs next week, we're going to have, a, we're going to have some outstanding datitude next week. If the Saints don't make the playoffs, next week will be our final three-show week until next football season, most likely. I mean, we could do a couple three-show weeks um, here and there before the draft, maybe. But uh, when the Saints are done, we're going back to two shows a week. Um, Next week, we'll definitely have three shows because I am thrilled about the programming for next week, just to give you a heads up. Monday is Jeff Duncan. Um, to, I mean, who else will we have on Monday when this game means so much uh, to review what happened over the weekend? Not just with the Saints. Obviously, we'll talk 49ers and Rams. And if the Saints are going to the playoffs, we'll talk a little, go a little ahead and think about it, talk about it. But um, on Wednesday, I'm thrilled. Um, I kind of mentioned it the other day uh talking about lsu basketball and how i was going to reach out to dale brown and i did and kind of surprisingly he responded right back we talked yesterday for a little while and um he's going to come on the show next week so former lsu basketball coach dale brown the legend uh now the the court inside the pmac is now named dale brown court and coach dale brown will be on Datitude next Wednesday. I am thrilled about that. So, something to look forward to. Um, it's going to be some fun, and we'll figure out who else our guests are going to be. If the Saints are going to the playoffs, obviously we'll probably have, we'll probably throw in another guest or two in there as well. If they're not going to the playoffs, we'll play it by ear. Speaking of which, you can't worry about the 49ers and Rams. And there's no question that the Saints will be scoreboard watching. I, talk, I talked about this with Zach Ewing on At the Book yesterday and Devin Jackson. You know that if the 49ers are winning, the powers that be inside the George Dome or whatever the hell they call it now, I don't care, um, will be flashing that score whenever they can. So if you're a Saints fan inside the Dome or if you're a Saints player inside the Dome and you look up and you don't see the 49ers Rams score, it's probably a good sign because they're not going to want to show you if the Rams are winning, but they're sure as hell going to want to show you if the Rams are losing. What do the Falcons have to play for? Nothing. Again, losers. I mean, this four straight years... In fact, I had to go back and do some research. I did some, I actually did my trends, um, 
I wrote my trends a little bit earlier than I, than I normally do. I'm not going to post it until Sunday. But I'll give you some spoiler alerts in the team trends. This is actually a longer trends column than I normally write. There was some good stuff in there. Especially when you're talking about dirty bird futility. The Falcons have clinched a fourth straight losing season. For the first time, how, how long do you think it's been since the Falcons have lost four, have had a losing record four years in a row? They've been kind of stinky here and there. I know they went to the Super Bowl not that long ago, 28-3. to Can't say that enough. I lost a lot of money on that game and enjoyed the hell out of it. I've never enjoyed losing money like I enjoyed that day. It was 28-3. to Anyway, the Dirty Birds have had way more issues over the years now, wouldn't you say, than the Saints? They've clinched a fourth straight losing season for the first time since doing it eight years in a row from 1983 to 1990. They haven't had, they've got Matt Ryan. They've lost four, had losing a record four years in a row. They keep changing their coach, it doesn't matter. They stink. They have nothing to play for this week. That's why I like the Saints. The Falcons are ranked 26th in the NFL in overall offense and 27th in points scored. They're 30th in rushing offense and 18th in passing. Now, granted, we know they don't have much of a rushing attack when you got to use a wide receiver as your number one running back. And Cordero Patterson has done a decent job. But their defense stinks too. They're 24th in the NFL in overall defense and 29th in points allowed. So they're 27th in points scored and 29th in points allowed. Goes to show their record is a little skewed. They beat up on really bad teams and they get their asses handed to them when they play good teams. So what's going to happen this week? Well, they've already beaten the Saints once. But that was a weird game. Trevor Simeon's first start. Not railing on Trevor Simeon. He had a lot of drop passes in that game. And the Saints defense played one of their worst games. We told you. We told you back a few, well, say a few weeks ago, a couple months ago now, the Giants game and the Falcons game were going to come back to bite you in the butt. We hope they don't, because if the Saints make the playoffs, all that's in the wash, because then it doesn't matter, because the Saints still would have been a wild card team, and it is what it is. More, here you go, more bad news for the Falcons. How stinky are they? they they've only won two games at home this year. This is the second year in a row they've only won two games at home. In two seasons, they've won four games at home. So we know that they're not going to have a super big crowd rooting for them. I know it's the Saints and all, and they probably get up more for the Saints than they do for anyone else. But how much can they really care? Two straight years of two win home seasons. Uh, it's not good. 
Before this past game, Matt Ryan had lost three in a row to the Saints. And before this, when he had lost six of his last seven against the Saints. Taysom Hill started both games against the Falcons last year. 2-0. and How about these for numbers? You want to get all over Taysom Hill? I mean, I'm not sure what else you want to happen. I mean, actually, there were actually people out there who need to have their heads examined who would rather have Trevor Simeon playing right now. I've seen this. You need to stop watching football if you think that. If you think Trevor Simeon should be playing right now, stop watching football. Taysom Hill against the Falcons last year, 45 of 60, for 465 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, and in those two starts at quarterback, rushed it 24 times for 132 yards and two touchdowns. So you can bet that Taysom Hill is going to run the ball a lot more than he has been the past few weeks. In part, they haven't rushed him because they either haven't needed to or they've been trying to make sure he stays off of that foot as much as possible. If you remember his first game back against Dallas, he didn't run it hardly at all in the first half. And in the third quarter, when they realized the only chance they had to win was for him to run the ball, he took off. Now, I do think you'll see, obviously, a whole lot of number 41. But the Saints are going to run the football in this game. There's no question. Even if the O-line is banged up. Good news if you're wondering on that front. The Saints are hoping and praying that they get Ryan Ramchak back. That would be quite, that would be a big deal. I don't see it. I got to be honest. I'm not sure you're going to take a chance on your all. I understand where you are with this game and how important it is. Um, but unless he's really ready to go, you take great risk on, from what I understand through the back channels, they're worried about Ryan Ramchek and how bad that knee injury is. Again, the, 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 it's, it's do or die. It's now or never. So you're going to pull out every stop, and if there's – I mean, they'll probably put him in there if, if they think that he can go. But um, I, don't, I don't necessarily feel confident about that. Teron Armstead's not going to play. So going through the injury report from yesterday, and again, we'll record this on Friday morning – not sure when you're listening. Hopefully you're listening on on Friday morning when as soon as we release this, you get the subscribe notification. If you subscribe on any major platform and uh, you get the notification that Datitude is out, we hope you're doing that and you're listening to it um, here on a Friday morning or early Friday afternoon. The injury report on Thursday was the same one it was on Wednesday. Armstead did not practice. Marcus Davenport, that'd be a big loss. He's got his ankle injury, kept him out of practice. Defensive backs, P.J. Williams, Bradley Roby, also out. On the offensive end, receiver Traquan Smith and Ty Montgomery, who is hybrid receiver slash running back slash special teamer, out of practice. 
On the Falcons' side, probably their biggest weapon on offense, maybe besides Cordero Patterson, their rookie tight end Kyle Pitts, he returned to practice in a limited capacity. He missed Wednesday's practice. So even if he, he plays, he may be limited somewhat. That's good news for the Saints. So it's, I mean, it, I just think you got to like the Saints' chances here. I've talked about it several times. To me, I know there are people that disagree with me. There's a big difference between being the second-place team in the NFC South and the third-place team. And it has to do with not so much just where you draft, because if the Saints lose this game, they will be the third-place team in the NFC South. They will get the third-place schedule. They will draft before the Falcons. Because of tiebreakers. They'll both finish 8-9, and nine, and the Falcons obviously would win the tiebreaker because they won both. They will have won both uh, matchups. But there's a big difference. I mean, I, I, the Falcons are in a position to where they're going to have a losing record no matter what. They're not going to the playoffs no matter what. I just don't see where they're going to have. I mean, are they going to be that fired up to beat the Saints? Maybe. But I doubt it. I think the Saints are in a good spot here. Meanwhile, you're talking about the Rams and 49ers. Both of those teams are in spots where, for different reasons, they both must win. The Niners must win because if the Saints win, obviously, they're out if they lose. The Rams must win because if the Cardinals defeat the Seahawks, they must win to win the NFC West. And you want to talk about a difference in positioning. If the Rams win, they're the two seed in the NFC. They're home for the wild card round against either the Eagles or the Saints. And then they're, if they win that one, they're home in the second round, the divisional round, no matter what, because they're the two seed. If they lose and the Cardinals win, which it's likely the Cardinals will win, they're six and a half point favorites, they go all the way from the two seed and being at home to being the five seed and starting the playoffs on the road, probably playing whatever life you have in the NFC playoffs all on the road. I don't, their, their Super Bowl chances hinge on to me. I don't think it's going on a limb to say I think their Super Bowl chances hinge on winning this football game Sunday. And that's all thanks in part to Arizona beating Dallas last week. Big difference. The two seed at home, five seed, spend the playoffs on the road. I mean, as it is, if they got to play Green Bay later, they're going to have to go to Green Bay. We'll see. It's, um, it's going to be an interesting game. I mean, the Saints have they've only been swept by the Falcons twice in the Sean Payton era. Twice. Think about that. All the failures the Saints had against the Falcons throughout this team's history in the series, and they have played each other 105 times. That's hard to believe. 105 times these two teams have faced off. Atlanta leads the overall series 
with 54 wins. They're 54 and 51. But that's really saying something, considering if you think about what the Saints have done against Atlanta in the Sean Payton era, I think it's 21 and 10. So the Saints have changed the mantra or the whatever you want to call it in this series since Sean Payton became coach. Better yet, the Saints are 10-5 and five on the road against the Falcons. So they've had a lot of success in the Georgia Dome. They've won three consecutive games there. The problem is all of them by eight points or fewer. So in other words, it's probably going to be tight. The Saints haven't won by double digits in Atlanta in 14 years. It's going to be a close one. You're going to be on the edge of your seat. It's not going to be over until the fourth quarter. So get your, your mind ready because that's, that's what we're going to have this weekend. Looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to uh, our guests coming up. We're about to make our picks. We're going to, obviously, with Conductor Dave, we talk all about the NFL and the biggest games in the NFL. We save the Saints and Niners for last, what we think about that. And then we'll get into it some. Uncle Big Nick's a 49ers fan. So of all people to have on this year, starting his first, uh, our first year of Datitude, having Uncle Big Nick on, of course we've got to have the 49ers fan on. We'll talk about what he thinks, what I think. Our picks for the weekend. That's all coming up. But Conductor Dave is first. We're going to get into it. Get into our picks. Again, there are some really good games this weekend. And there are some stinky poo games this weekend. So that's what's going to make the noon going through the noon games even harder. Because most of those noon games, I don't think most of us aren't going to give a rat's patoot. I mean, even if you, you know, fantasy football players, your season's over anyway. Even if you, I mean, there are a few weird leagues that play through the last week of the season. That's the diehard weirdo, I don't want to be in your league kind of weird rules, probably have 200 points a game scored kind of leagues where I would never be in a league like that. If you're still playing fantasy football right now, then you need to talk to your commissioner, or if you're the commissioner, you need to rethink. No one should be playing fantasy. You don't want to have a championship game this weekend where, I mean, we have enough issues with COVID, and you talk about who may or may not play this weekend. If you have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback and you're going to the championship, do you want one quarter of Aaron Rodgers? Because that's probably what you're going to get. That could be a whole nother tangent. But it's Friday, and we're going to stay in a good mood. And we're going to get to the picks, and we're going to bring on the choo-choo right now. All aboard! All aboard the Taysom train! Conductor Dave is on the Taysom train! You know, it still boggles the mind that people are hating on Tay-Tay still. 
I, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Just, you know, well, nobody's going to be happy, whatever, you know, like, I mean, we, what, did, what are, what we are the other, we won. even if you don't love Taysom fine, what are your other options? Uh, I don't know. And I think that's, that's the thing. People are already kind of like, Oh, we, we, we crested in free agency. Yeah. Not till after this season, chucklehead. Exactly. It's not like, well, you know, Russell Wilson won't be playing in the playoffs. Maybe we can go get him and suit him up for the Rams game. Are you an idiot? I don't mean yeah, you, Conductor well, Dave. No, no, but, but but it does apply to me sometimes. But oh, yeah. yeah, no, I I don't know what people are thinking, man. It's nuts. Oh, man, did you hear that? It's freaking me out. I'm in the studio, and there's somebody that replacing windows from Hurricane Ida, and I keep oh. hearing somebody tapping on the window Some, behind me. It are you fighting me the ugly? I'm on the third floor. I'm are you the fighting the uglies? <laughs> yeah, fighting the uglies. That's the good old days of commercials. Oh, conductor Dave D Square, Dave DeCorbe here on a Datitude podcast on a Friday morning. What say you? Man, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous as heck going into this weekend, man. But I'll say this, though. Uh, the NFL schedule makers, uh, you know, every now and again, they get it right because, good Lord, I mean, there's so many games. Everybody's just, just riding on this game to see the playoffs. So, I mean, this is like a play, an early playoff wild card weekend right now. So, in other words, you're saying, come on, ride it. Come on, ride it. Come on, ride it. Ride that playoff train. Toot, toot, take some time. <laughs> ride, the, ride the playoff train. All right. We're going to get started. We'll save the best for last. Um, you know, it is, uh, it hurts me. To, it pains me to say this. Oh, did but, I win last week? Yeah, you, you, won, you won last week. And it, not only did you win, but I had such a lousy two and four week that you actually caught me. And you're, you're, you're yes. leading again. As we go into the last nice. year of the season. But and neither one of us have anything to brag about because you are now 44 and 46 against the spread for the season, and I'm 43 and 47. So it's not like we can write home to, to, uh, to drunk Joe and Aunt Mabel. Ah, well, right. I don't know. I, I, any lead is a good lead. And that's true. That means that this week I have to go, let's see, I have to go uh, 6 and 0 to get back above 500. Mm. Mm. Well, anything's possible. Saints fans, uh, spoiler alert, they're going to hope I don't go 6-0. and out. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's start off with, uh, you know, there are some really, there are a few good games, really, for the most part. There's some real stinky, who gives a rat's patoot kind of games. We're going to start off with the first one. Dallas, and I only put this in here because how much you love Dallas. Yeah. Dallas is given seven to the Philadelphia Eagles, who are having all kinds of COVID issues and whatever else. Uh, good God. I mean, Philadelphia is just the way I, I, they're just trying to get out of this season. Uh, I, I, it pains me to say it, but I mean, I, I, I'm gonna, I gotta, uh, uh, shoot. I guess the uh, Eagles hitting seven, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let me go with the Eagles if they're getting seven. I mean, that's. No, man, that's just dumb. No, the cat. Oh, man, I, hate I love you. the pain. God, oh, this is physically this painful. Is good stuff, man. Oh. I, I needed comic relief on a Friday morning. Oh my God! All right, let me go with the Cowboys because even if you give Philly seven, I, I don't know how they win this game. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I, as much as I hate the Cowboys, I'm sure they're going to probably put a shellacking on, uh, you know, the Eagles. So, yeah, uh, there we go. I'm taking, all right, taking the cow- Cowboys. The Cowgirls swear that they're going to play their starters. And the, in grand scheme oh, of things, that. in the grand scheme of things, they actually have something to play for. Um, they theoretically could move up, I think, if, if miracles of miracles happen. But I do know this. The Eagles are in a bad spot right now, and they don't need the game at all. It doesn't make a difference one way or the other. They're gonna, they're probably gonna be the seventh seed. They could be the sixth seed, but whatever. They don't care. I'm taking Dallas minus seven as well. So there, there you, you go. go. I won't gain a game <laughs> on you there. All right, Woo-hoo. next up, this game actually means something. It's win, you're in. Lose, most likely, very good chance you're out. Ty, maybe you're both in. Who the hell knows? Sunday night football. The Las Vegas Raiders are hosting the L.A. Chargers. We don't know what the hell they are because they're different from week to week. Justin Herbert. Mm. The Vegas, the homestanding Vegas Raiders are getting three. Ooh. Uh, oh, my God. You know, I, I, I haven't given Carr any credit this season, and I sure as hell ain't going to start now. Yeah, I, I sure as hell ain't starting now. But uh, if it's only three, uh, you know, I mean, look, their kicker has uh, saved my bacon most of the fantasy season. So uh, they just just get him in field goal range, and, and they can win. So uh, Carlson. I, I'm, I'm going to take the Raiders. I'm going to take the Raiders on this one. The Raiders. The Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, uh, nope, yeah. Now, that surprises me that you took that. Well, well, but you know, also you got John Madden who passed away. God rest his soul. You know, yeah. so uh, maybe they'll find a reason to dig deep and just win. That it was for last the week. They I don't know, but you, you still got to keep doing it. Okay. Wow. John I'll, Madden gets gets he he should get an entire month. Some people get a day of recognition. Maybe Al Davis a gets a decade of losing. <laughs> um, I'm with I, you. Yeah, I got, I'm taking the Raiders. I got the Raiders, Raiders too. Um, I oh, I think that. <clears throat> You know, they've been fighting for weeks. And I'm not sure why they've been fighting, because I really don't think they're that great. Um, kind of with you there. But whatever the reason, they've been fighting. So you yeah. can't discount it. Yeah. And uh, the charges have been up and down. So I'm going to take what I know. And what I know is Vegas is going to come in and play the best football they can. And we'll see if it's good enough. So I'll take the three points. I actually like Vegas straight up in this game. So <clears throat> moving on. Game number three, staying in the AFC. Big Ben Roethlisberger is playing his final game, unless a miracle of miracles happens. He's playing his final game as an NFL quarterback. We went through this last year, seeing our number nine go. Steelers are seeing their number seven go, although it's on the road at the Baltimore Ravens. I'm assuming Lamar Jackson's playing. They're not playing for anything. The Steelers are playing for a miracle. But the Steelers are getting five and a half points at Baltimore. Oh, wow. Uh, but that, that's just easy. If you're going to give Big Ben points, well, you're just dumb. So I'm going to take the Steelers. And, you know, like going back like last week, his last hurrah at Heinz Field. You know, it, I, I guess Drew Brees has maybe set the precedent, precedent where you bring out the kids and you hug them and you make a big scene of, oh, you look all, far off up into the rafters and look like you're, you know, remembering fondly all the years you had. <laughs> like it's not like just some weird sort of showcase of, I did. They probably were. I love you. What? 
Probably. I mean, he spent what? 20 years at Pittsburgh. He probably really was looking up having the memories. I mean, when you get as old as him, it's probably hard to remember things. <laughs> he was like, hey, did, did, do I owe that guy money? That's what he was looking up in the rap. Maybe so. That's hey, is that Guido? Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, crap. I wasn't supposed to win today. Dang it. <laughs> I'll take it to Steelers. <laughs> All right. It's a lead pipe lock. Get it, boys and girls? All right. Um, I'm with you. That's three in a row. Oh. something weird ain't, going on. This ain't and... looking good for you to come back. Buddy. No, it's not. It's uh, week 18. It's uh, not looking good at all. But, look, I know I used the whole this is Big Ben's last hurrah thing last week, and it worked. Um, first of all, Baltimore's defense is a hot mess. Um, yeah. John Harbaugh has had his worst season coaching. He could take the, that analytics card and shove it up his keister, okay? Because oh, that thing oh, doesn't I work. Swear. I hate that. I mean, me and Zach Ewing and I go back and forth on this over and over again. That analytics card is horse hockey. Okay. Well, and it's going to change because he keeps screwing it up and, and, and missing every time he goes by the, the, the analytics. The analytics numbers are going to change because he personally has screwed it up. It's fourth and one from my own 33, and I'm winning seven to nothing in the middle of the first quarter. I'm going to go for it because I'm going to get it 52% of the time. Well, you know what? 48% of the time you're going to give the opposition at least three points. You're a moron. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. my tangent is over. I'm having rant rantaholic Friday. <clears throat> I'm taking the Steelers. We're both on them. Next up, with a chance to win the NFC West crown back from the dead are the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray, all is right with him again. He still doesn't have D-hop, but they're playing. They played well last week in Jerry World. They're hosting Seattle. In the regular season finale, maybe it's Russell Wilson's last game as a Seahawk. Saints fans hope so. Six and a half uh-huh. is the spread. The Cardinals are six and a half point favorites. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, Seattle, uh, I think Pete Carroll is on his way out. I, and I'm pretty sure the, the, the players aren't going to be like, man, we got to do this for Pete. Woo, let's do it. Uh, I, I think they'll get their asses handed to him uh, because the Cardinals – uh, look, they know they need to go into this postseason red hot. They, they, they've hit those speed bumps. Seems like Stella got her groove back, but they need to stay hot, need to stay consistent. And I think this team now realizes, yeah, you take a playoff, it, it really can mess you up. So I think, that, I think that the Cardinals are ready to go into it and they're wearing their black uniforms. Seattle screwed. So cards all the way, baby. Oh, boy. This is really uniforms. This is no, no. I mean, I know you're. You've done well with the uniform scheme. You you were popping and hopping early in the season with the uniform thing. The problem is, I like Arizona too. That's four for four. We're all screwed. I would take this podcast. I would go back, rewind it back to where we start the picks. Write down all of our picks and go bet against us because yes, yes. On the same, say go for the opposite. Exactly. This is. Dumbass Friday. I'm on Arizona as well. Minus six and a half. Um, I just, I think Arizona has a legitimate chance to win this division. And there's a big difference between playing your first game at home, playing your first game on the road, and then maybe having to go on the road again. And I don't know. I, I think the Cardinals are better than they played during that losing streak. I think Kyler Murray is fantastic. Maybe they get D-Hop back for the playoffs. Maybe it makes a difference. Maybe they make a run. I don't know, but I like them in this game. I don't think Seattle has – they had their bowl game last week. Yeah, um, right. 
they at home. Nothing to play for. Yeah, they, they, they're they're going to – I think they're going to sting up the joint in this Yeah, you know, at this point in the season, we do know who most of these teams are, you know, so uh, – You are yeah, what I mean, your record says you are. <laughs> oh, what the say they are. But, yeah. Right. What's, what's next, Hard buddy? Leghorn is, is on the program today. Okay, you know what? We're going to skip over game five because we're going to come back to it because it obviously has oh. to do with the Saints. So – I know what you're going to pick for the Saints, so I'm just going to just going to go in there. I'm I'm going to type it in as we speak, and I'm going to let you go on. The Saints are a four point favorite over the hated Dirty Birds. Oh my God! So uh, man, I I I do not like this because it you always throw out the records, always throw everything out when you play a division rival and someone is awful awful as as atlanta oh my god do you know how happy they would be if they spoil our chances because if we lose it doesn't matter what happens with the next game it just doesn't matter we've got to win and man if, if there's a team that can get up and try to pee in our cheerios it's the freaking falcons uh i'm scared poopless uh, about this game poopless i poopless well i can't say the other word so uh I don't know, man. Look, Cam Jordan has been just lights out, man. I'm loving what this defense is doing. I mean, they really are just el fuego. Uh, if we could just keep up the, the 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 defensive output the Saints have been putting on, then uh, yeah, I, I think we'll be okay. Because whether or not the offense sputters, we've we've seen that that the Saints D can keep us in and win us games. So I'm taking the Saints, but I am, man, I am I am so nervous because if the defense doesn't show up, it's all over but the crying, bro. I mean, it's all over but the crying. Taysom Sputnik Hill. Tay Tay. Uh, and I, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, I mean, with Taysom at the reins, I feel comfortable. But I mean, just, dude, it's just the thing. Falcons, you know what's man. even worse? What's even worse is you got to sit there and you got to sweat out the damn dirty birds. At the same time, you got to sweat out another game. It's going to yeah, be one of the. And, you better take your heart medicine on Sunday. Dude, it's going to be on. And they're both on at the same time. That's the worst part, man. That's the they worst part. They do that part. on purpose. So just so you will, uh, you'll have to sweat it. The, Go get the NFL a, red zone. Give us fifty hundred dollars. There'll be a rise in her and heart attacks on Sunday afternoon. Mm. Um, here's some stats for you. The, you want to know? Right. When's the last time the Saints won by double digits in Atlanta? Oh my God! I don't know. Maybe one of the seven and nine seasons. So five years ago, three years ago. Try fourteen years ago. Oh, my God. Really? They have not won by double digits in Atlanta since December of 2007, a 34-14 victory. Drew Brees was on fire that day. So oh even in the Super God. Bowl season, we didn't win by double digits in Atlanta. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is the uh, ninth time in, in franchise history that the Saints have ended their season against Atlanta. Atlanta is 5-3 and three in the previous eight. <laughs> uh, all that being said, you think I'm taking the Falcons? You're wrong. You better not be. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. No way. Uh, <laughs> look, Sean Payton, uh, Taysom Hill, and Alvin Kamara are going to light it up. Here, here, here's a stat that is good for the Saints. Taysom Hill actually has two starts. I didn't even remember this that he started twice against the Falcons last year. He's two and zero against them in his starts. But better yet, his numbers: <clears throat> forty-five of sixty. For 465 yards and two touchdowns with no interceptions, rushing, and in those two games, he rushed for a combined, he rushed a combined 24 times for 132 yards and two touchdowns. 
Yes, I'm well, loving these stats, baby. I'm loving just, it. And there's going to be a lot of Tay Tay running and that this year, but this week because he has to. And yes. we don't know what the O line situation is going to be, but you're going to see a lot of number 41 too. I don't think they're going to throw the ball as many times. He threw it 37 times in the December game wow. against them. I don't see that happening. Um, he doesn't have the receivers that he had last year either. No, so, no. At least Marquez Callaway has kind of really stepped up. So. That's all. Yeah, well, I look, I think the Saints uh, I think they're going to win this game and I think they're going to I think they have a good chance to break that 14-year drought of not winning by double digits in Atlanta. I think they're going to smoke their keisters. You know, look, I I, I really I, I hope you're right. I, I just know how these games always play out though. It's always like that, you know, that that <laughs> a minute left on the clock and you just got to keep them bottled up on their side of the field and somehow we give up the big play and it's just like oh my god because it always comes down to that snatching defeat out of the jaws of victory because I'm just a, I'm, a, I'm a scarred you know a PTSD survivor of a Saints fan you know it's just like it's oh, just, boy. oh god so well, but no Tate Tay and everybody I think we're, we're gonna we're gonna be good and the defense, uh, I think poor Matty Ice old noodle arm is going to be running around well, just terrified of Davenport and, and, and Cam. It'll be Well, beautiful. we hope Davenport's playing. He hasn't been practicing. Um, I got a little treat for you next week. If the Saints do go to the playoffs, I've taught my five-year-old da- daughter how to, say, how to sing black and gold to the Super Bowl. No way. Yeah, so I'm going to have her come on and, uh, and do it for, for us next week. I if, dig it. I dig if it. the Saints go to the if. playoffs. All right. That leads us to our final game. game, right? Our Lanyap game, which have, obviously is tied into the Saints. The San Francisco 49ers, which have been Saints dream crushers many times over the course of 55 years. Um, they are going to L.A., SoFi Stadium, for a date with the Los Angeles Rams. And the Rams are four-and-a-half-point favorites. If the Rams win and the Saints win... It's playoff time in New Orleans. What do you say? Um, all right. So here, here's my biggest issue. Um, I've been pooping on uh, uh, Stafford because, well, like I have him in my fantasy league. And, and they, the Rams keep winning, but not because of him throwing touchdown passes. So I, I, I guess um, maybe the, I, don't, I don't even know, but I, I – I, I think the Rams will win. I mean, I'm pretty sure the Rams will win. Uh, but, I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. Oh, my God. This, I, I, I don't even, can, can we just pause time? Because I don't want to go to Sunday. I'm, I'm terrified. This podcast, uh, people you know, are going to only listen for so long. Fine. I mean, they're okay. probably already tuned out by now. So, I guess maybe you can take as long as you want. But, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, right. No, I'm, I'm taking the Rams because, I mean, you know, it's – because you're a homer. It's okay. I, I am. I am. But uh, I mean, look, this is going to be an, this is going to be a tough game. Uh, I, I don't. I, God, man. Uh, I, I, well, you know, I was going to make you pick this. One. It's not like it's a surprise. Uh, yeah. No, I, I know. But uh, I just you know I'm not sure what the Rams are thinking as they go into this game. You know, do, do they uh, just go ahead and just they're thinking you know, if they no, they're thinking if they win, they get the two seed. If they lose, they get the five seed, and they got to go on the road. Well, it's a big yeah. difference. Yeah. All right. Well, then I guess that makes it easier. I'm picking the Rams, but dear God, I don't feel comfortable with this game at all because the 49ers would love to send them in, into the fifth seed. So, 
I'm taking a Rams. Oh, God. Please. All right. Well, anyone who's followed either read my picks column this week or watched at the book yesterday knows what I think about this game. And I'm sorry, Saints fans. I don't see it. Um, The Niners have won five in a row in the series. Matt Stafford, like you said, has been playing pretty bad. He's got five touchdowns against six picks over his last three games. Here's a set for you. Over the past two months, he's thrown 11 interceptions. First two months, he threw four. I don't know what's going on with Matthew Stafford, but it's the, it's the Detroit Lions disease since the I, end of the season. He's like, he's not he's he's so used to not making it to the playoffs. That's true. He's like, used oh, wait, to like what? being packing his bags. So <laughs> it's December. We go home in December. What are you talking about? Football. My last day. Playing football. <laughs> January. We don't play football in January. Usually in Hawaii by now. Um, I don't know what it is, but he's not playing well. And the I, I got to be honest, Ed, the, to me, the uh, this line is a little skewed. I think it ought to be closer to three. But the Rams, if they're going to win this game, Aaron Donald better have a Cam Jordan-like day. I mean, yeah. I know, you know, and, and Von Miller better get his his butt in there and sack up on Trey Lance or Jimmy G. That, and you know I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, they, they, this is what they bought and paid all these players for. That's why, you know, they're, they're making that Super Bowl push. Well, you, you better get the daggum win because if you want, yeah, but the difference between two and five is light years. Well, it better be low scoring. If you look at the, the score and you see in the first half that it's 17 to 13, that's probably not a good sign for, for Saints fans, no matter who's winning. Anyway. Well, and if they're just going for Cooper Cup to get him more stats, then we're really up yeah, to Yeah, he's still got an MVP chance, which yeah. could be. Both teams have a ton of impetus to win this game. I just think the 49ers are playing better football right now, except Jimmy. the good news is Jimmy G stinks. He's got a banged-up thumb. And if it's yeah. the rookie Trey Lance starting, I mean, how does he react in a, in a do-or-die game? I don't know. So he, he, he folds like a cheap suit. That's what it matters. We'll find out because he's never played in a game this important in his life. I promise you that. Anyway, I'm taking the 49ers plus four and a half. It's the only game we differ on. And you know what? I hope you're right. <laughs> I hope you're right and I'm wrong. I mean, I'm going to go on record right now. And I hope you go six and oh. I hope I'll go five and one. And the one I got wrong was the 49ers game. We'll have to find out. That's so funny. That, you know, I guess so now I guess what we, we if, if you are correct, then we just end the season on a push. It's, it's a tie. No, we got the playoffs still. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We're right. going I, I wasn't playoffs. sure if we were. I, didn't, I wasn't yeah, sure we're gonna if we playoffs. were going to, you know, keep our records into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, this isn't like the NFL stat keeping. We're, our records okay. go through the playoffs, so we'll see how it goes. Um, we we don't want to leave those three listener weekly listeners, uh, you know, exactly. hanging. They want to come back you, and listen. Thank you for listening. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no. Anyway, what's going on with the weekend geek? All right, man. Uh, I've got none other than the king of rock, the devastating Mike Troller, Daryl McDaniel's of Run DMC, and just dude, dude, this will blow your mind. He wrote a children's book. I, I, I I'm not kidding. He wrote a children's. He Is wrote a, a children's book. 
No, no, he's gotten he's gotten a little soft in his old age. Okay. But oh my god, dude, it's awesome though. When I when I introduce him, he just starts rapping for like 30, 30 seconds solid, just you know, telling me what he's been doing. Uh, you know, it just it's just awesome, dude. He was he was so much fun. And uh, he's a big old nerd, you know. He, he actually has a comic book. Uh, Daryl Daryl makes comics. Like he's got a bunch of stuff out there. So he's you know become multimedia in there. And then I got this uh, lady Ellen Young, who is actually that again? The you broke up. Huh? Series. Huh? Bro, you broke oh, up. Huh? Ella. Elodie Young, she's okay. a, she's the star of this new Fox series, uh, The Cleaning Lady. But she was also Electra in the Daredevil Netflix series. So she's uh, she comes on and we talk a lot about you know like if she's going to make it to the big screen with the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe because you know it's all Disney property stuff. So we talk about that and then uh, yeah, that that's that's my two big guests. And then you know we'll, we'll cover all the other stuff. So follow us on Twitter at Twig Radio. We're on Instagram at The Week in Geek. And of course, like us on Facebook, The Week in Geek Radio Show, and click subscribe on the iHeartRadio app so you never miss a podcast from The Week in Geek. I know you got com I know you got Comic Con this week. Uh that that doesn't run into Sunday afternoon, does it? No, it, yeah, yeah, it does. But uh I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go in the morning and then you know go go watch the Saints game. There's okay. there's no way I'm missing that game. Good God. I mean, I don't uh, know. Yeah, now the, all the crazy good stuff too. I mean, a lot of the big name guests canceled for this weekend. You know, so Captain Kirk's got, still there. Well, William Shatner will be there because, well, you know, and, and any chance to be out in public, he ain't gonna turn it down. <laughs> My people, they love me. So <laughs> maybe he can beam the Saints up. That would be sweet. That would. Be I mean, sweet. any help we can get, right? At this point, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, when we talk next week, I hope we're uh, we're. I, th- I hope we have another Saints game to pick next week. That would be sweet. That would be awesome. Yep. So, all right, man. Oh, my God. I'm going to be a nervous wreck, dude. Beam me up, Scotty. Uh, You'll be okay. <laughs> You'll be all right, Chad. Just calm down. Oh, yeah, Chad. All right, oh, Roger. It's King Cakes season, too. We got King Cakes now, too. Yeah. There you go. Can, Everything's fun. good my troubles world. away. Talk to you next week. All right, brother. Take care, man. Dr. Dave. Predicting the Saints go to the playoffs. Got the Saints, he's got the Rams, and everybody hopes I'm wrong. I'm good with that. I hope I'm wrong, too. I hope we have some fun shows to do next week. Hey, we're going to have fun anyway, right? Jeff Duncan on Monday, Dale Brown on Wednesday. The Yeti gets back next Friday. Who knows who else will join the show? It's going to be a good week of datitude, regardless. But it'll be better if the Saints win in the... Rams win, right? All right, let's get to the 49ers fan, Uncle Big Nick. He didn't, you know what? He was pretty pretty tame. I thought he was going to go off, but maybe he's not confident enough. We'll have to find out. I'm going to get to right to his picks, and you know what? If he picks the 49ers, that's probably good news because he's been pretty stinky. Let's see if he stays that way. My daughter said I need to revise that and to, can we please not make some picks today? She's yeah, she's fine. the smart one. I mean, dude, hey, you're makes me. you, I know. <laughs> hey, nothing makes you feel more dumb than having teams with 21-point leads just blow it at the end. 
Yeah, <laughs> good old Notre Dame did you in. You had a couple. You had, but you had a couple hose jobs. Notre Dame killed you. Tennessee, uh, the old ref. Uh, uh, yeah, whatever that is. We can just leave it at that. But you did win Pittsburgh, Michigan State under. So, hey, it wasn't a total loss. And then good old Corral gets hurt. That, that soon as that happened, I knew when I had they no They weren't going to score any more points. Yeah, old Miss Baylor yeah. over was your five star. All right, you went one and four. You got two points. I went three and two last week. Um, no, I went yeah, I went three and two. Uh, my winners were both my teasers won. I've been rolling on teasers. Uh, both my teasers won the Georgia and Alabama. I should have just done that as a parlay. Um, and then the football, uh, no, I'm not the football team. The bears, even over the giants, that was like stealing. And then the saints, um, coming through in the end and holding off the Panthers. Good thing. They, uh, good thing. They missed that extra point because if they don't miss that extra point and the teaser, I still would have won. But if you bet on the saints and they don't hit that extra point, I mean, if they do hit that extra point, good chance the Panthers kick a field goal there at the end. So People who bet the Saints might have lucked out a little bit by the by a missed extra point by the Saints. So yeah, it's a little weird. Poor Doc Tom. I mean, you know. Uh, that's weird. I need to think advantage of him this weekend. Um, we're gonna do a little different this week. Not only are we gonna start off with the one star, but I'm just gonna let you announce your own picks. Maybe that'll change up your luck. So we're gonna start off at the bottom with the one star. People who've not paid attention to this, you have saved yourself a lot of money. But we go, we do our top five picks each. One star through five star, you get one point for your one star, five points for your five star. I have 87 points going into this week. You have 74. You don't have a lot of time to catch up, my friend, so you better make it a good one. What is your one star pick this week? Wasn't that like two points behind you like three weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. One star is Atlanta. I know you're going to love this pick. Uh, Plus four. Uh, I just don't think the Saints are a good enough team to go on the road and give somebody four points, even though it, even if it's Atlanta. I just could see this being close. The Saints will probably win by a field goal, but I, I just think it's too many points for this team. Well, you made it easy because and we did not discuss our picks with each other before we came on. Um, we have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I know what they are now because you sent them to me right when I sent them yours. When you sent me, you know, we sent them at the same time. But my one star is the opposite. Saints minus four of Falcons. I, I think that the Saints will be focused. I mean, look, I talked about this earlier with the conductor day. I, I think that the Saints are going to be focused, ready to go. Um, Sean Payton, a must-win game. I'm, I'm taking Sean Payton. And I, and I hear you that it might be a close game, and so you're, you're taking the points here. But I think that's the square pick. And I think that a lot of people, what I've been looking at so far, it looked like it was about... 65-35 across the country. Falcons get people taking the Falcons at the points. I just, I, I don't know what Atlanta has to play for. I mean, I get that it's the Saints. I just don't, I don't think their heart's going to be in this game. Meanwhile. You realize uh, Taysom is one of the bottom four quarterbacks in the league right now? Taysom is doing exactly what he's told to be doing. Not, I know he is, but I. I you don't it, think that he could, put up- you don't think that he could do more if, 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 they wanted him to do more? Because I do. No. Okay. Well, that's you fair enough. You think Peyton would want him to do more? You think Peyton only wants to score? I think there's no reason to. I don't think that. points a game? No, I think Peyton doesn't want to take chances with Taysom Hill. I think that he would rather, if there's no need to risk it, there's no need to throw it deep, there's no need to have these exotic routes, 
with these receivers, with that offensive line, I don't think he's going to chance anything. Now, I do think, saying that, I think you'll see more of the Taysom Hill that you saw in the in the second half of the Dallas game where he runs a little bit more. I think you're going to see more Taysom Hill running the football. We'll see. Um, but I think there's a, there are going to be some things this week that we have not seen all year. And I do think we're going to see a lot of number 41 this week. So we'll see. But anyway, so we're against each other in the one star. That doesn't happen very often. The two star, we're going to make it easy. And because I hate it. I hate it because, I mean, you hardly ever lose picking the Saints. So yeah, that's well, why I'm glad I've been for pretty, one star. I have been pretty good picking the Saints. Um, spoiler alert with my pick. We have the same one, and Saints fans are not going to like it. Go for it. Uh, 49ers plus four and a half. Um, 49ers have owned McVay for a while since Shanahan got there. They've won five in a row against them. And most of the time, the 49ers were underdogs. So, I mean, Rams struggle with physical teams. And I just think no matter who plays quarterback, this ain't going to be a blowout. I can't see the Rams blowing them out. I, I, I don't know. I trust Stafford, but not. He'll have one bad quarter and horrible, you know, great quarters. One bad, one good, one bad. One. It's, it's crazy with him right now. He's been. So, uh, I don't know. I just. Yeah, he's been bad lately. Um, he has thrown last in this three spot, games. I just trust the 49ers more. You know, I, I trust Shanahan. I trust them more. <clears throat> I went back and forth on this one. Um, before I went and did any handicapping at all, uh, I was set to take the Rams. And. When I looked through the numbers, and I knew the winning streak because they played each other early in the season, I've already made that pick. And I picked the 49ers to beat them the first time they played. But the more I went into the numbers, I just I couldn't pick the Rams. I just couldn't. Stafford's been bad. He's thrown five touchdown passes and six interceptions over his last three games. And over the last two months, he's thrown 11 interceptions. First two months, he threw four. So I don't know what's going on. Um, at some point, you can't deny it anymore. Um, and if I, would, I were a Rams fan, I'd be re really worried. Stafford has four pick sixes this year, I think, or something like that. I'd heard something. And Aaron Rodgers, I think, has four in his career. <laughs> it's something yeah. ridiculous like that. Matt Stafford is not Aaron Rodgers, that's for sure. So I was, uh, I had a MVP pick on him before the season. I really thought he was going to play a lot better than he's played. It's kind of disappointing. But, hey, um, I, I have the 49ers actually, I think a good bet is the 49ers money line. And I will say this as well. If you're deeply invested in the Saints, it doesn't hurt to put a little money on the 49ers money line. That way you get something out of it if your team doesn't go to the playoffs. I mean, I've always been like this. I'd like to throw a little money. If I'm rooting on somebody, I might throw a little money on the other side to, you know, at least if I lose it, I'll get something out of it. But I'm not doing Did this. They yeah, this is three twenty-five. Yeah, they moved it to three twenty-five. Was it always three? No, it was supposed. Yeah, it was supposed to be at noon. So they moved it to three twenty-five. Okay. Anyway, we're in agreement. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad thing. But um, I just, I, I, I don't like the Saints' playoff chances here. Um, I still say it's about fifty percent because I think the Saints are, I think the Saints going to beat the Falcons. But uh, it'll come down to Forty ers Rams, and a lot of people will be watching their phones and Red Zone Channel and everything else. We'll see what happens. Let's get move on to your. Three-star pick, it's, it, it's not the same pick as mine, but it's the same game. Well, I'm doing a parlay with Georgia in the under. I, I think this is correlated. I think if you think Georgia's going to win, it's not going to be a shootout. It's going to be a defensive game. 
if you think Alabama's going to win, you take the over because you think it's going to be a shootout. And I, it's so hard to bet against Saban, and it's so hard to bet against Saban and take the under. It's going to be one of them just hold your nose, hold your breath, and watch the game and hope it, hope it comes out. I just can't. I don't want to stay in this line. I mean, well, that's it was why. Six. Yeah. Everybody's going to be on Bama, huh? Everybody. Vegas begging you to take Bama? They are absolutely just the opposite of last time. When they were begging you to take Georgia last time, they are absolutely begging you to take Alabama this time. And it's dropped to two and a half. So, um, you know, I, I they, they really want you to take Bama here for sure. So and, I'm and it, it, they probably go pile on the money line. It's going to be, I mean, it, it's, it's just a principal thing for me. I hate betting against Saban. I texted you last week and told you I'm never betting against him again, and I'm doing it this week. So it's just well, one of them things that you got to – I got to do it. I'm partly on your pick. Um, the line, by the way, our official line is when we go in the air and tape this, and we're recording this on Thursday afternoon, by the way, just to be transparent. Uh, the line is Georgia minus two and a half, so you're getting a break there, and the under is 52. So I, I don't – know if I like the under or not. I'm not messing with that, but I, I love Georgia. And I honestly think that a better play, I'm not going to do it here because we don't really do it that way. We haven't. We can work on semantics and how we do things next year. But I got Georgia minus two and a half over Alabama. I think they win by touchdown, but I think a better bet may be, I think you're getting a decent value on betting the money line, which is about minus 130. Normally you're paying for, uh, 10 bucks on a point. Um, and a lot of times when it's close like that, they'll make you pay two bucks for a point um, or 20 bucks for a point. So I think minus 130, one, minus 135 is a decent bet because this Georgia-Alabama game, it could come down to a weird score and 27-25 or something along those lines. I just well, see, I see a weird score. Another reason, why, another reason why I like the under, Alabama scored 41 points last game. Their team total for this game is set at 24 and a half. Yeah. So the lines makers don't think they're going to score like they scored last time. And right. And look, I, 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 this is now's the time to say it, I guess, because, and I said it on at the book, I, I think that the Georgia defense, they weren't going to, Kirk, I know, look, the players played as hard as they could play. Nobody's trying to lose the game. So I don't want to be, I don't want people to think, oh, they were trying to lose. That's stupid. I'm, I don't think they were trying to lose. But at the same time, Kirby Smart was going to keep things as vanilla as he possibly could keep them because he knew there was a better than 50-50 chance that he would be playing this team again and possibly for the national championship. Here we are. And he wasn't going to he wasn't going to just show them Bama, every, had to, Bama had to win that game. Exactly. 100%, which makes a huge difference. And so it kind of got away from him in the end. I don't I mean, people look at the score, and it was a blowout and whatever. But this this is not going to be the same Georgia team that you saw the first time they played. At that, all. That, Mechie, that Mechie injury is going to hurt them. 100%. In this game when it did Cincinnati. Yeah, people aren't really Cincinnati, talking about that. Cincinnati, they just lined up and overpowered them. They ain't going to do that in this game. Yeah, and Alabama's used to just powering through people. Uh, they've usually got the bigger, the bigger linemen. I don't think that's the case this time. I think Georgia's bigger than they are. I think Georgia's more physical. So I... I think Georgia wins the game. Again, I'm like you. I don't understand the the big point swing. And the reason why is because they can't make it a picket game because then I don't think they get exactly what they want. I think they want people to bet on Bama. So 
Yes. Anyway, they're going to get what they want, and we'll see who's right and who's wrong. So my pick, your pick is the parlay, Georgia and the under. My pick is just simply Georgia minus two and a half for our three-star pick. What's your four-star pick? I'm thinking the square is probably pick on the board this week and taking Indiana. I mean, Indiana. Indianapolis Colts minus 15 and a half against Jacksonville. You got fans talking about showing up to the game in clown costumes. So it could be a funny watch. And I think Indy's sick of hearing that they ain't won in Jacksonville since 2014. They need this game. They're going to pound Jonathan Thale, I think, and just blow this team out just like everybody else has. Uh, I don't really like this pick. Um, I think that... Um, I didn't think you would. It's a lot of points. Yeah, you know, there are times when I do give a lot of points. If you, if you looked at my picks column today, I took Buffalo minus 16. Um, and people will probably say, well, the Jets have been playing well. That's a whole different story. That That's not in my five-star picks here. And neither is this game. But I, if I had to take a side, I would take the Jags, um, which I hate doing. I just hate taking Jacksonville on anything, so I won't be putting any money on it. But I could easily see the Colts running out to a big lead um, and then just kind of like saying, whatever, we just need to win the game. Uh, maybe even rest stars. Maybe Jonathan Taylor comes out in the second half. Jags defense is good enough. I know they can't move. Trevor Lawrence has been terrible. Uh, I probably like the under more in this game than I like the line itself. So if I had to bet one I don't one think way. Jacksonville has scored over 14 points. I think they scored once. I just don't see that. I just don't think the Colts' heart's going to be in it once they get a big lead. They need to win and they need a break. So, I mean, I think... I know they had a late buy and all that. I just, I, I, I just don't like this. I, I think, I think the Colts win. I think they win fairly easily, but I think they win by like ten. And the last time they played, they had a huge lead. I think I took the Colts in that one, and then they kind of like, they cruised. And the Colts aren't a blow you out kind of team. They just not. Um. So, but anyway, uh, that's. Your- I'm basing this off Jacksonville not scoring. So if it's like, if yeah, that's not a bad if Indy idea. Puts up, if Indy puts up thirty, Jacksonville. Ain't putting up fourteen. I don't think. I'm not you sure he's gonna so. put up thirty, but I hear you. That that's 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 logic. Uh, that's good reasoning. I just don't know if I agree with it. My four star pick this week um, is a line I just don't get. I don't understand the Vikings Bears line at all. The Vikings are clearly better than the Bears. Uh, Kirk Cousins is coming back. Dalvin Cooks fired up and ready to play. I think they're going to fight for Mike Zimmer because he's unquestionably on the hot seat. Um, and the Bears are about, as we record this, about 72 to 96 hours away from firing Matt Nagy. Um, they don't particularly look like they care for playing for Matt Nagy. I don't know why they're going to care in this game. I know they played well the last two weeks, but I think they're going to go into this game and get smoked. Vikings minus three and a half over the Bears. Yeah, I don't think they've won a, the Bears have won a game in the last few weeks without just with Justin Fields starting. I mean, they've yeah, been winning with Dalton and Foles. That's a good point. And the, the funniest thing, the funniest, I sent you the video, the funniest video I've seen this week was Mike Zimmer when people asked him if he was going to play Kellen Mond. And she's like, Y'all, you don't want to see what he looks like in a game? And he's like, I see him every day. No, <laughs> I don't want him playing in the game. It no, was he hilarious. Just, he, wanted, he wants to win the true. game. Well, it goes to show they want to forget that they they see him every day. They see all yeah. these players every day. Yeah, you know? I get that. I, I, I get that this is a meaningless game, but he wants to win the game. I mean, he he knows he's on the hot seat, and trust me, double digits on you. I know you can't have a winning record, but double digits on your loss column 
there's a big difference when you're looking at a coach between eight and nine and seven and ten. And you don't want to have ten losses yes. on your on your record, especially with the game the Vikings kind of pissed away this year. So I think the Vikings are going to smoke them. I, I think I don't think it's be close. I really don't. I almost no. made this my five star pick, but I've been doing well with my teaser. So I'm, there's your spoiler alert. What is your five star pick? Detroit plus three and a half. I mean, everything's done with Green Bay. They know where they are. They're the number one seed. They. I don't. I mean, I know Rodgers. They said he's going to play, but he might play a, quarter, a series or two. Treating this like a preseason game. I mean, Detroit been fighting all year. I mean, Packers don't need this game. I, I more or less love the second half Detroit in this game because I think that's I a think better bet. But you can't bet that right now. Yeah, it's not out yet. Only get better at halftime. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think that's a better bet. But I just. I think Detroit's going to put on effort. I mean, they've been putting effort all, all year. I actually think a better bet is probably Green Bay minus three in the first half um, than than that. Because I do think the Green – I think Green Bay's going to – I think Rodgers is going to play for a half. I think there's a good chance they got to a big lead. I don't – I just don't think the Lions give a rat's patoot. I know that they, they've gone through stretches where they've really cared. Um, but this is the end. I mean – do you want to screw up your draft position any more than you've already screwed it up? I don't necessarily like this pick either. But, again, this is a game I won't touch with a stick. I don't, I don't think Rodgers plays past the first quarter. You might be I right. Mean, if he's really hurt with that toe and all, why would you even risk it? And I don't think Aaron Jones will play very like much. Yeah, I don't think Aaron Jones will play very much either because he's been battling an injury for weeks. So there's really no reason to play him. And you get the extra week right. next week. So, But I still think that most of the Green Bay defense is going to play. I think it's a low scoring, lower scoring game. I don't, I won't be, again, I said in my, my picks column, I think this is the one where I said I wouldn't touch this with a 39 and a half foot pole. I'll leave that to the Grinch. Uh, I'm, and I'm leaving this game alone. But um, I hey, think there's a lot of unders this week. I think there are a lot on, there's a lot of bad weather uh, this weekend yeah. across, the, across the Northeast, especially. So people need to take a look at that. I think there are a lot of unders that are going to hit this week. All right, my five-star pick is Matiza. Like I said, Matiza's have been pretty good. Um, I'm taking the football team, maybe the last time we can call them that, uh, minus one over the football, New York football giants. Um, football team, I think uh, they're going to go out. And, they need to and, change their name, too, because they're not the New York football giants. No kidding. They're terrible. Uh, the, the Washington is, I think they're going to go out and play hard. Um they're going to go play for their coach. And Ron, I think they love Ron Rivera. I don't think he's in any danger anyway. But I think they're going to go out and play hard. Uh, they're talking about uh, Jenkins coming back. And I think all their players are pretty much back. Um, the ones that we expected would have a chance to come back. So they care. The Giants don't. I don't even know who's playing for the quarterback for the Giants. And I don't care. Um, so that's my first half of my teaser. The team just needs to win, basically. And then speaking of just need to win, I think the Cardinals are going to sneak in the back door and win the NFC West. They just need to. They're six and a half point favorites of the Seahawks. So in a teaser, they're minus a half a point. They just got to beat the Seahawks. And I think they slip in. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I think Arizona's going to kill Seattle. Seattle, I mean, they, they looked good last week against Detroit, but I don't think they care either. Yeah, I think that was that bowl game, right? Yeah. Exactly. Russ's last home home game. Pete Carroll <laughs> maybe his last home game. Yeah, I think they they put everything out last week, and I think this week they just don't care. And um, I think the Cardinals will seize upon that. But we'll see. Um, all right, you better do better this week than you did last week.
uh, I'm not going to say I can't do worse because it's possible. My cousin Vinny's going to be coming looking for you with the uh, with the metal pipe. Yeah. Make with sure two, I got this two hundred dollars like in the yeah, movie with the two Utes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you next week, Uncle Big Nick. All right, bud. Uncle Big Nick, not too confident in the Saints' chances. Although I guess I'm not either. But you know what? I don't. I don't know. I know I'll be sweating it when Sunday comes. But I don't think I feel the same way that I normally feel when it gets to this point. I think everything from here is Lanyard. I mean, I want him to have a winning season almost as much as I want him to make the playoffs. I mean, but realistically, you go to L.A. next week, what's going to happen? Don't match up well with Aaron Donald. Von Miller. Trying to run the ball against that defense. Who knows, though? You get there, and who knows? And then you, you find a miracle of miracles, and you go to Green Bay. You beat them already this season, right? Who knows? I mean, seriously, who knows? So we're just going to have fun with it. And look, don't sweat it too much. Um, whatever happens, happens. Keep your eye on the Saints game. Probably better to do yourself a favor and just – don't even think about the other game until maybe the second half. I know you probably can't do that, but certainly don't sweat it till you get to the second half. But whatever happens, have fun with it, because that's what we're going to do. This season, uh, transition season, Hall of Fame quarterback, a once-in-a-lifetime quarterback for your team. Um, sure, there are obviously Tom Brady is, is of, the, of the same ilk, maybe even grander. But for your team... For your Saints team, Drew Brees was, was a once-in-a-lifetime quarterback. You can only hope that they get someone that sort of resembles him in some fashion. And it's not going to be someone that's here for 15 years, at least not anytime soon. So in, you have to think about what you, what you had, and in a transition year, with all the things that happened to this team, Hurricane Ida going on the road, COVID, injuries out the wazoo. It's amazing. It truly is. So enjoy Sunday's game for what it is. They still have a chance. Unless they lose or they win and the 49ers win, the Saints have a chance. And if you would have asked me six weeks ago, would the Saints still have a chance? When you do Datitude on January 8th, I would have said 2%, maybe 5%, but here they are. Kudos to Sean Payton. Kudos to the New Orleans Saints for everything that they've done. Everything else is laying yet. Put a little extra gravy on your mashed potatoes because that's what this is. All right, boys and girls, that is going to do it for episode number 43. Don't forget to, like I said earlier, subscribe to Datitude if you haven't already. You can learn when the latest episode comes out. You can reach me. And I had some people reach out this week. Thank you for doing that. Um, On Twitter, I had quite a few people, actually. Um, I appreciate the comments. Uh, If you want to get on the air, if you have a question for Jeff Duncan for Monday, um, I'll be happy to read it on the air. Go ahead and email me Sunday evening or 
tweet at me at jderry at theadvocate.com or at Jim Derry Jr. on Twitter. Either one of those ways, if you comment, if you tweet at me or email me and you want to ask a question for Monday's show of Jeff Duncan, I will read it on the air unless it's just absurd. Got it? Good. That is going to do it. Enjoy the weather. It's supposed to get warm again, thank goodness, because my old bones can't handle 32 degrees. Um, going to be supposedly a fairly nice weekend for the most part. I think it might rain a little bit on Sunday, but that's okay. We're going to be inside watching the game. So enjoy it. Hug the ones you love. Wave to the ones you don't. And we will talk to you on Monday. Jeff Duncan on Monday, Dale Brown on Wednesday. We'll talk to you then. Peace and love, my friends.